Welcome to Philly Coco Presents Side Project Spotlight, episode 58. This is the developer's journey into making cool stuff. I am Kotaro. I'm Steve. And I'm Aaron. And we are Philly Coco, a Philadelphia-based Cocoa Heads community focused on Apple development. That primarily, but not exclusively, means iOS, Mac, tvOS, watchOS, and visionOS development. Philly Coco's Ooh. two desire is to take you higher on your own developer journey. Yes. Yeah. All right. And okay, we, we can good. really say so, VisionOS so. now. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can. can really say uh, VisionOS because it's, it's now like a thing. There's actually, you can buy it. It's not quite in hands yet, but... but uh, that, well, as that of this our, recording, as they say. As of this recording. Um, yeah. They, the pre-orders, pre-orders are opened up. on... Yeah. They opened the, Friday of this right. week. And it will be available February second. But we, as of uh, when this recording comes out, it will be a few days before the actual pre-orders are are out. And yeah, about if you will. So uh, if you're listening to this when it, out. yeah, if you're listening to this when mm-hmm. it drops, it should be like January 29th. So yeah, yeah so we wanted to talk about today. Uh, do do like a, like a whole episode about the Vision Pro as things stand right as it's getting into people's hands and look at it from a developer perspective and a little more technical perspective. Now that we have concrete information about some apps that are actually coming out, things that are not coming out, you know, features maybe we weren't hundred percent sure of. So, so although we've talked about vision pro in the past, we haven't really like this, 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 we have the most up-to-date information we've had ever. So. Yeah, in terms of like the hardware, I think one yeah. of the things that is interesting, um, uh, MK, uh, Marcus Brown, is it? Yeah, Marcus Brown. Yeah, MK, um, MKBHB, MKDHB. I try saying MKBHD. MKBHD. Eventually get it. Sorry, Marcus. Weird. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I'm sure he listens to um, our podcast. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I guess Not a chance. I was watching one of his, one shorts of uh, what he was talking about, and I know I knew this to be the case, but um, it's kind of interesting to see it from uh, sort of a fresh eyes of how when you're looking at when when you're using a Vision Pro, the curse your eyes become the mouse basically in terms of interactions. When you look at something, um, the app icons, for example, React, right? The 3D layers within the, the app icons, if you set it up correctly, kind of like begin to like like expand a little bit here or something expands a little bit there. So it's sort of like either an eye, and a button will like lighten up or increase based on whether or not your your eyes are focused on it. And as an app developer, um, that's one thing that I was like, oh, I have to be conscientious about those opportunities where I want to bring something up to the foreground a little bit just to like, indicate hey i'm available if you want to you know click on me or in this case pinch on <laughs> pinch on me or whatever it's more um, to the to, to interact with focus me. effect right but more so right. or yeah, or is it less yeah. subtle i don't know i, I, I found the t- i think it's more subtle the tvos one is so subtle sometimes i miss it depends on the image it's, it's yeah it I does think, a I shimmer think effect or something but it also yeah, expands. Kind of like it does. A little bit. It stuff expands a little bit. Pretty much. Yeah. In the uh, in the video or the on the website for Vision OS, it it, it it looks like does it? It looks like the the interior of the app icon, the circle icon, will like pop out. Is that really so what the happens? app icon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you and were then other things. App, I think yeah. if it's like a um, like a tile, like a video tile or a button, it will um, 
highlight and maybe expand a little bit, but I don't think it will like come forward from a right. from, from like towards you in the Z index point of view. So was um, that was that not obvious? Did that did that not happen in the SD in the um, SDK simulator? It's not obvious because it's hard to like see because you're not yeah you can't tilt your head very easily in a simulator. You can technically use the arrow keys to kind of like I was using like a controller it, not, and trying to do it. And yeah. It, it still yeah. wasn't that great. In fact, probably one of the ideal situations is that you use the controller just to like get the best sort of feel for it. But like a game controller, you know, gives you way too much liberties in terms of like, oh, I'm like, I can float in space, for example, and jump up, you know, 20 feet in the air uh, without doing much. So it doesn't really reflect true first person perspective in the sense of like, um, how you would how your head might tilt one way or the other in a very easily easy fashion to interact with the ui so uh it's it's, you can do it but it's it's really hard it's not natural um so Mm. that's the thing that i think is particular about having hardware i think we we sort of joked about how in the beginning well not joked but we talked about how in the beginning um apple by default will pretty much um allow any iPad apps to be, and I, by some extension, iPhone apps, but for sure iPad apps, to be able, you'll be able to download all, any iPad apps that will allow it um, to, to be used on Vision Pro. So on day one, millions of apps, for the most part, will be available as an iPad version of the app. So it won't necessarily be something yeah. that's natively built in. Uh, and the thing about iPad apps is that they're designed for iPad, right? And what that means is that there's no um, Vision OS Chrome. You're not going to get that nice glass blurry effect, no rounded corners. It won't have any way to sort of interact outside of its contained so that's, window. That's if you do not... Wait, that's just... That's for an existing iPad, you, iPad app you do nothing for? Or right. is that an right. iPad app that you compile with the latest SDK? Like, how do you uh, make it? How do you give do it that nothing. Chrome? If you do nothing, like you just don't touch it and it's already in the store. Right. It's just, and okay. it's just think of it like almost like if you were open up a Safari browser, almost in a sense, but like, okay. Yeah. An iPad app window. Right? <clears throat> yeah. I, um, at least my, it's my understanding. Yeah. I, um, I turned off opting in. Like I opted out of everything that I manage, uh, mm-hmm. from, from that because I was like, I don't have hardware. I don't know what it's going to look like. I, no one's tested this at all. I don't know how well it'll work. And I mean, I wonder if a lot of developers are in the same boat. They're just like, I'm just going to turn off because I have no idea what it's going to be like. Maybe it'll be terrible. Maybe it'll be good. I don't know. What about you, Kodro? Did you turn off your, your apps? Uh, actually, no, but I don't have, well, actually, I do have the top 10 app that um, is an iPad version. So probably not, but it's not like a big, big deal because it's just a portfolio app. So if it, yeah. it's worth testing just to see. But I don't expect. Well, it that's to what be I mean. Like I, I, a big I haven't had a chance to test it, so I haven't just tested anything. So, yeah, the, the only app I have in, the, in my account is the Watch app, and it, that's not compatible. Sorry, we're compatible now. It was. But I mean, I logged. I logged into App Store Connect, and I was like, Apple, what? They, Apple just opted everything in, just like by default. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. I mean, I understand why, but uh, it's a little the aggressive. Thing that makes it- the thing that makes it challenging right like say for example your ipad needs to use the camera um functionality or some specific bluetooth connectivity or um 
I don't know, location manager. I'm trying to think of like something hardware specific that the, the, the I, I use location manager. Yeah. Right. Like how does the accelerometer work? Um, does it? I don't even, that's my point. Like, like, that. like, like who knows? Right. And, okay. and so, does any of this stuff work in the simulator? I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I just, I feel like a lot of, a like, lot of developers in this spot where I would not be surprised if mm-hmm. a bunch of people, a bunch of developers just turn it off at first until yeah. they have a chance to, to test it more or get hardware in their hands. I mean, right. The, the big ones were like YouTube and Netflix. They're not even in there. Opted right? out. Right. Yeah. They opted yeah. out. Spotify. And, yeah. And so there's been a lot of controversy about that, about opting out. And I feel like, you know, um, I understand I where they're coming from, though. Even a big company I mean, doesn't necessarily somebody, have the resources. Even to, like somebody like Dave Smith from Underscore. Um, underscore Dave Smith. Underscore name? Dave Smith. Yeah. Underscore Dave Smith. Um, he has an app called Widget Smith, right? And one of the things that, yeah. because it blew up and became like the number one app for uh, a it's, while, way back it's when, which is ridiculously, became a ridiculously huge, that app. And well, you, the thing that makes that tough for him is that he's just one person. So in order to handle tickets and handle like this huge deluge of customer support, right? Just him alone, because mm-hmm. he gets millions of downloads yeah. and like he has to like come up with some kind of system to sort of like triage and figure out like where are the priority bugs that he needs to do. He he was just one person. He was like, oh, it was it was a nightmare, right? Just for him. Now imagine if you're one of these big companies. And, and that's, and that's the fact that like he had hardware, right? He had his iPhone to test the widgets on like He's very a few full companies. Of, uh, iPhones. Yeah. The very few companies, even much less indie developers have access to a vision pro. Like there's no, and there's it, no way even you, would, you would, it's, you would put yourself up for that liability. <laughs> and you know, even if you have one, even these big companies have, some headsets but it's not like they have dozens of them i, I think that's unlikely you know i, I think they might have had sure. you know one two maybe I a would, handful I, of would, I would suspect i would suspect less than you might even know. yeah i think right? it's like, a, a very few and, and i think people some people are complaining about this it's like mm-hmm. i don't what nobody knows what 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 does it mean to have for instance a netflix app like the only example we have is disney is coming out with with their streaming service on here right and they have like this gimmicky thing where you can kind of like watch Star Wars in a Star Wars environment or something. That's like one of the things they they demoed. And it's like, okay, but what does Netflix mean on on Vision Pro? Like besides just a bigger screen. And so it's like I feel like it, that's a huge app, and it's and uh, they they have a lot of users, and they 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 can't rush putting it out onto a niche platform and, and have a terrible experience because you only have one chance to sure. make a first impression. So I feel like it's smart. If even if you're a giant company and you theoretically could devote the resources to it, it's pretty much, a, it's pretty risky. I think to, to potentially put out something that's terrible or it doesn't work right for like a tiny, tiny, like minuscule number of potential users at first. And uh, I think they will come out with something, but later right now they're like, they said you could just use a Safari browser that's built in and i will see how well that works but uh you know and i, I understand non-pro pro launches yeah what's yeah. that the non-pro launches they'll do it oh non-pro yeah i mean yeah i mean like that... w- look it I, I think for sure they will have an app eventually mm-hmm. if there's enough people that buy into this platform because it does seem like one of the key use cases of vision the vision pro is to watch consume movies and stuff and that's really cool but like i mean think about it like disney though i was thinking about this the other day i think disney might be more on board this because uh, like up front for various reasons first of all they're not the leader 
in streaming services. I've apparently been losing money with what I read on this service. And they have, though, very, very strong IP that that yes. is, unlike Netflix has some IP, right? They like Stranger Things, but it's not the same level as like Star Wars is, you know? Whereas uh, Disney has very distinct intellectual property. The way they organize their app is also around the IP. If I, last time I was in there, I mean, I don't subscribe currently, but but they had like a Star Wars section, they have Star Wars. And so it's like, Still it do. makes sense then you can, you can, you can create in more, you, you have a, you can create these experiences and people are going to want to have experiences that are around that IP. But how many people want to like have an experience about Stranger Things? Some people maybe, but I can't even think of another IP from Netflix. It's super associated with Netflix. You know what I mean? I'm sure there are some, but it's it's like it feels like Netflix to me feels like they have so many little slices of things and everybody has their own favorite stuff. Whereas Disney, it's like there's a handful of properties that Disney has like big, big worldwide brands. And I think it totally makes sense that they'd be pushing uh, uh, up up front. And also, I bet Apple probably approached them or something. Yeah, they're, they're, they were in the announcement. Yeah. Keynote. Because so, yeah. somebody has to. And th- so they're they get the first mover advantage. And they take the risk, and then all the other streaming services get to see how it works out. So, I know. I mean, you, you do make a fascinating point, right? Like, when we talk about first movers, one of the things that um, if you're an existing IP, if you're an existing, um, say, streaming service, right, uh, and you're looking for an edge of any kind, uh, right. why wouldn't you say, okay, well, let's at least get something yeah. relatively nice and maybe like one key highlighting feature that highlights our ip so like paramount plus would be a good example of like you know it'd be great if you know like they had something that was central around star trek in some ways i would love to get are they doing uh, an app or no i have no idea but yeah i don't know the um they made the the idea (laughs) i mean who knows right i I mean it's still a big company right or like um or or what was another one like or Max or whatever, right? Like, let's say Max um, with, like, uh, the, the House of Dragons, right? Um, yeah, yeah. See, that would be, that would be potentially like, cool. Like, the, the, the challenge really is, right, for any of these companies, is, like, you have to put in a lot of resources to, mm-hmm. A, come up with the, the content, quote-unquote. Like, if we had House of Dragons where, like, I get confused with a lot of the Game of Thrones of who's who, right? It would yeah, be great if I had, like, one or, little dashboard right. on the yeah. side. Yeah. While I'm watching, while you're movie. watching it, yeah, yeah, it, to but, be like, but, but, oh, like, that's like the, that character. Uh, the, Who's that character? Or like what's a, the map? Like the X-ray where, where they are in the map feature in Amazon. Yeah. You know, like something yeah. like a better yeah. X-ray feature. But again, that requires custom development, cycle testing, yeah. and it's like, yeah. is it worth it when you have I don't know how many how many devices are even in the wild are going to be in the wild February second? I saw estimates on the outside like eighty thousand. Yeah, that's like an order of magnitude lower than yeah. what what uh, we thought. Yeah, it's if that's true, I mean, I can understand it just if you if you're especially if you're somebody like Netflix, you're already like top dog, you don't need to be risking um, you know, reputation damage by having a, a crappy app or something. Uh and sure. y- you don't need that and you can wait and see if and you're and also they you know, your maybe their audience doesn't care. Like maybe Netflix doesn't think their audience cares yeah. about this. Just, you know, the other thing about like just having some content that's like oh enhances the experience like the fidelity of just like a background panorama image that you need is insane oh, so, like, oh, right doesn't that to be like huge uh, I, I don't know what yeah the numbers yeah because it's like double 4k or something it does it has to be like yeah like, i don't know if it has to but like if you actually want to look good but like because like you got like four or 4k yeah, yeah. per eye and it's 
It's just like you like just you, need like you, absolutely you were, huge images that like wrap around. Yeah. So yeah. I was I was just just like to like oh, do a background image. You you have to get like an insane level of quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like I I was testing one on like maybe like like six thousand uh, pixels, uh, just as like a stadium pixel, just to test like sixty five thousand or something like that. Sixty five hundred. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, and uh, and that still looked like very like pixelated and i was just like because when i when you do it in immersion mode which is what we're really talking about here it's yeah, like right. a full wraparound Th- that's around, like one full, of like the 180 wraparound experience yeah so it's one of the that's key one of the things that you would yeah. want yeah. of like oh to yeah. d- distinguish yeah. your app from just like a boring old ipad app that you exactly. didn't do anything yeah with. and and yeah. so that's that's not a negligible amount of effort and work involved and in doing that and that's like not even doing any kind of like 3d graphics right. of and, and to get yeah. like 3d stuff that's like yeah. high enough fidelity it's like you basically got to be a game studio Plus, if you're if you're doing these giant assets i mean you're probably gonna have to download them as like right. you need them you can't just put them in your bundle if you need like a whole bunch of them no because it's going to make your no, app no. huge so it's like there's a lot of technical reasons why even if you're a big company and you you it seems like on the outside you should have plenty of resources to do this that you would choose not to at first and just take a wait and see yeah. attitude especially with a market yeah. that is teeny tiny I feel, I feel like a lot of developers need to think more like a put a business hat on once in a while and think about it from the perspective that perspective and not just what is technically feasible or like this this view of a company's size equating directly with, you know, they could just do whatever they want. They can just do anything. There's never any 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 reason not to do something. But like, you know, these the big companies are big and wealthy because they think like a business. They operate like a business and they they care about making a profit. And maybe it's just not it's just not worth it to put the effort around. Or maybe they're actively developing it, but they can't get it ready in time. You know, there's a lot of reasons why even a big company would have would struggle to get something out uh, by February second, even with Apple's support. You know, it's it's a lot. I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised well, if the Disney experience is, keep is mind, underwhelming. Like, for instance, you know, you have to keep in mind like in those big companies' cases, they all have they have to plan. They don't plan their life around Apple, and they have to plan. Yeah, unlike us. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> unlike us, but they 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 have to plan yeah. the um their um their own you know quarterly uh um, yeah right uh sprints and so they can't you know if if that's not on the docket because there's so many unknowns you exactly. might be able to get a, a, a skunk works team of maybe like three or four developers or five maybe yeah. at, at best and but it, like it, it'll grow the the apps will grow yeah. what i think what i think the thing is i think a lot of people are there they seem to be upset some people right or just surprised yeah, it's like it's like you're surprised that day one it won't be available. It's like okay, day one sure. it's not going to be available, but it'll be available in the nearish future. Like there's no, like it's not like I, I have no doubt that there will be something someday. Like most of these companies well, are the going to do like, something, but why does it have like, to be day but, one? <laughs> like, well, going back to the point of you know? like, I didn't know, for example, with haptics, right? One of the things that they, I think, I just deemed I didn't know anything about haptics. Talking about the experience was like. I knew there was haptics in the the, the sort of ear uh, mic, so to speak. Like it vibrates your brain. That, yeah, I didn't realize it in her mind. Well, we we joke, but like it's kind of like in the side near your ear. Yeah, yeah. That little um, speaker, I sort there's there's haptics in there, right? And one of the things oh. that makes it interesting is like even though you're tapping virtually on the keyboard, I believe the haptics are happening in that to make it feel as if you're actually 
tapping on a keyboard, physical keyboard. How, do, so how does that work? Weird, if it's like, on your, is it like tricking you somehow? Yeah. It's it's some weird. Wait, are you talking about like I, an iJustine video or something? Or yeah, yeah I haven't yeah, seen this. When, but I haven't seen. I mean, it it's her th- those speakers are supposed to have like spatial audio features. I think. Right. But I don't right. know. I didn't, so, I didn't hear about the haptics, so I don't know. So when when she's typing on it, it felt like it was she's, actually at her fingers. Yeah, it, it's not it obviously. It doesn't. Yeah, it's obviously not it's the case. But there might be some it's, combination of spatial audio yeah. plus like little. I could see that. Yeah, I can see it. It's like it's like with people with mechanical keyboards, and some people just really love the sounds of mechanical keyboards. And I sure. think, and and if you ever go into that space, people talk about the different types of keys and how they feel and stuff. And honestly, I I don't feel much difference between a lot of them. Uh, and I think, but I think some of it is the audio feedback. Like the the clickier that it is, the the audio feedback helps you to kind of imagine that there's more of a tactile feel. At least that's my impression for me and the way my brain works. But uh, sure. so maybe it's something like that where it just it helps it helps you to trick yourself into thinking you're typing. Something. Right. But I, I, again, I, it goes back to like what yeah. we don't know. Also, like I think there's a lot of this conversation around 3D and um, and a video, but mm-hmm. I don't really think we've really touched on that opportunity of spatial audio. I think that that's sort of that's like a good the point, hidden. Yeah the hidden secret about this whole this whole experience and i think that's always one of the things i always talk about with video games is that um everyone talks about the visuals oh it has this great graphics or the the art style is fantastic or the gameplay is this or that but they never talk so much about the audio but the audio is the thing that glues everything mm-hmm. together that's what makes well, it if game, you do it right it's in, in it's ways. invisible it just right you, you don't really you don't really but notice it, it but it just you, yeah, you just know that you're immersed. You don't notice that, yeah. oh, the sound design is amazing, unless it's something you care about specifically. Yeah. Unless you're Hans Zimmer. <laughs> yeah. Like a Hans Zimmer fan, you just, maybe then. Yeah, but like, yeah. So. yeah. But creating it's, it's that, like, it's like, oh, it's, you know, its own set of special skills and not, you know, any old indie right. developer, even e- like a big even company. Even if you like suddenly really snuck it care in. care about that stuff. It's, right. if, it's hard to do, because you, you can't just like throw that in. You actually have to, do some no. work to to design that experience right right yeah i mean that's the funny part too because like we know a lot of sound people and they are um you know they are very very detailed in terms of like how something should feel and what direction it should come from um how much the level should be it's just you know it's it's wild in terms of like but when they get it just right and like as Aaron said, you barely notice it, but somehow you feel it. Like that's that's how you know you got them. <laughs> nice for for spatial audio to work well. Do you need to have the air the latest AirPods Pro twos or whatever they're called? Or like, is it going to work? Does you know how well it works with just the built in audio? I mean, it does have spatial audio built in, right through like through the little speakers, it, it, but nobody knows it does. But then the advantage right. of having the the AirPods is is what, just better, more isolated sound. I don't know because I I have an AirPod two. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know I, if it's like I haven't tried it. So I don't know. Yeah, obviously none of us have tried it. But but I mean they, yeah. they made a big Goes deal back to that Apple, that whole point, right? Yeah, exactly. Apple made a thing about uh you know for airplanes, right? But you need the AirPods right for that to work. Well, yeah, because otherwise, like, I think because otherwise, like, sound is going to like bleed out. Exactly, of those, like, I think open, that's the main thing. Yeah. Open firing 
whatever down firing things in the headband. And for some reason, you need the USB C version of the AirPods Pro too, not not the or whatever. So, um, yeah, okay. I think it had to do with like the Bluetooth version or something they supported. But anyway, oh, so that gives you the most oh, right. immersive. I th- no, I think the whole what, what was it like lossless audio or something? Yeah, it was like a lossless you got audio with AirPod, AirPods Pro. If I remember. that's what I'm remembering right now, but I could be wrong. And so spatial audio is a uh, is I don't even know how to do spatial audio, but that's going to be a thing if you're trying to do an immersive environment, so a game or any kind of video content, you'd want to master it that way, ideally for the best possible experience. Like for a premium experience, you'd want that. Uh, and if you're just doing normal, I think Apple seems to be pushing the idea that this is useful for non-consumption tasks, like work tasks as well, right? Uh, um, sure. So I think simulation I, <laughs> is a good simulators, some simulation. kind of simulator of some uh, of some kind. So I know they talked about like the F1, having an F1 car in your room and, and just being able to like break it apart and seeing its its specs are something good like i can see it like for a car mechanic that would be great because like if you could like not just an f1 car but let's say uh you know a, a yeah. ford tourist or whatever and you can so, like say training. oh this is the part you need right like it's training yeah great training yeah, training right? training or... so i i'm thinking to myself okay have you you've seen what it, it looks like in like a mechanic car mechanic shop you're not going to be wearing this four thousand dollar fragile glass thing on your face it's only gonna last two hours no. but you know when you would use that is when you're training like you get you you want to understand how to fix a new like like a lot of there's a there's a there's a question of there's a lot of um a lack of expertise across country about how to fix electric cars for instance so sure. uh yeah. and the and one way you could gain that expertise if you don't have access to them because they're not they're still not they're still kind of a niche product um you know maybe you can use a simulator simulated training or training in the medical field i know that's come up for years in the as a concept for vr and ar type technology uh i mean of course these don't replace hands-on training but it can help and of course the uh things like uh we've seen before with the ipads and the ar kit demos where you can have an overlay over something like a like electrical box or something so you can have you can have you can identify things that's very so i could see that being very useful uh, if I was, uh, I think for this version of it, I wouldn't expect like the average mechanic to be using that kind of thing. But if you were like a super high end mechanic, you know, for like real expensive cars I mean, or something, I could see even, you maybe bringing even, it out just to help. I don't know. Even I have no if idea you how just car had something work. very basic, like, <laughs> like you had a list of parts, right? Let's say you had a list, list of parts. You know, yeah. We're saying like a Swift UI um, list. And then you had like an image. <laughs> so you have a row of lists of, of parts and you have like an image next to it, right? But then. You tap on that image, then you can get the 3D rotation of that part, right? Yeah, you, you can get the 3D see, part. And then you can compare maybe I could... your part mm. with that part and be like, or maybe you can do an object detection and be like, what is this part, right? And, they, and then it can go, and it will go through its list and be like, that's the part you're looking for, or there that's the part, that's the spec yeah. that, that, that it is. Yeah. Okay. M- maybe I can finally do my like uh, packing list app that I wanted to do. Oh, what does that do? Make a list. Basically, just like you have a list, and then you look at your pile of stuff laid out on your desk oh, cool. or whatever, and it's like, is all the stuff on my list in front of me? <laughs> there you go. Like that was like an AR app, that like that I talked about when our like AR app ideas, you I know, way before Vision Pro. It's not a bad it, idea. It's, but, it's also uh, an. It's also I don't a, think it's like. A, I'm sure somebody's going to do something like that, but it all depends on a proper object recognition model that's like yeah. works with your domain. You can't just. You're not going to have something that's just right. going to 
recognize any anything. I guess the ones they have now are better than they were a few years ago, but I'm not sure how I, I well it would work mean, for an anything because, domain app. Right. I mean, let's say, for example, um, you're a bike company. Um, maybe you can get access to scanning all or getting some kind of the 3D models of all the parts, right? And then you can right. say... Um, you can say, does this have, are, are the parts here, right? Just by looking right, at the right. glasses. And you would just have a model yeah, for that, yeah. for that, it, that, would be, for if, that if, brand. If or, that worked like perfectly and you could rely on it, it would be a great thing. Just for anything where it's like, yeah. you have like 20 plus parts of something and you want to say, mm-hmm. do I have them all? Have I put it all <laughs> Except that like, out? If, you, if you want reliability, there's other ways you can, no, you can I mark know, the parts I know. to be guaranteed. But you know, you could, no, it no. could still work. I mean, it would be, be an extra check. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I think that's yeah. a that's a that's a good use. Just case as like a AR. fun, I I think it's like it would be a fun project to do. Where I wonder how, not, how warehouse work. I mean how, how I mean maybe it'd be applicable in that kind of thing. Because, like anything to do with inventory yeah. management, you're always always right. looking for ways to to make that uh, faster and easier on on workers and and have I mean, less things... employees necessary for things. So, I mean, I could see that. If you can just look at stuff, as you said, and and even just, if you could just identify, like, we, we can very easily, you can, you can take a camera feed and identify like, QR codes and barcodes and stuff. Uh, right. So if your camera feed is kind of, so, like, if you could just look at stuff and identify those, those because everything already has a code on it, like, that alone yeah. could improve your, I mean, like, right now, I guess you have to scan it with some kind of device. But if you could just look around, I mean, maybe that'll work. Yeah, well, I guess the problem is, things... are you going to wear... A thirty-five hundred dollar headset around a warehouse? No, probably not. I mean, like that's the thing. This is this version of it is not. That's not a use case for this version. That is a use case for a much cheaper, hardier device that is lighter, and you're not going to like give yourself neck strain or something. Vision Air is what is where Vision Air. You know, (laughs) you know they're going to do it. Vision Air actually sounds like an Apple product name. Yeah, Yeah, I mean that that makes makes the most sense. That's that'll be the the Tony Stark glasses from Spider Man. That'll be the Air ones. yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not far off. I gotta say, know? I say, I, mean, I watched that movie. That was one of the Spider-Man movies, and I was, I was like, that's not even possible. I was, I was like, that's the part that took me out of the movie. Not, not, not like the Spider-Man powers or, or whatever. It was that these Listen, glasses don't we, make any sense to not, me. There's no power we are no supply. The There's audience like... here. We're talking. These, these are meant for young adults. Okay. But teenagers. I was like, I was like, where's the like tony stark needed some weird fusion reactor in his chest originally to power his suit where is the where how do these glasses i literally this is what i was thinking about watch this movie we're too deep we're too deep in the how the sausage how does this work yeah i know i know that's where my mind goes i just got so distracted like where's the battery (laughs) anyway uh yeah 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 i mean uh the funny thing is i do like it you didn't he see the wire in his back pocket that, they, that he tucked uh, in the back in the back, right? You didn't yeah, see the little mini funny. wire that he had. Yeah, he, he has a little battery pack. You just you don't see it. That's funny. But the uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> we were talking about audio uh, simulations, yeah. uh, augmented reality use cases, uh, and then we have VR, right? Full on VR use cases. Uh, I think that's pretty obvious. We have like actual apps I, coming out though that seem to be more VR AR related. There's like a DJ think, app and there's a Fruit Ninja app, right? Yeah, cool. one of the things that I think would be pretty cool, I, I'm sure it's already being worked on in some form of capacity, um, is like a, a DDR style app or an exercise style app. Um, 
and maybe a Sounds painting like app. exercise stuff is out with how heavy this thing is. I don't know. Fruit Ninjas exist. Fruit Ninjas coming out. Fruit Ninja, augmented reality, if fruit ninja sounds fun. That's going to be your moving waving around. Hands. Yeah, I guess that's not really hands. exercise though. I, guess I mean, not, like yeah. actually, whatever, really moving <clears throat> around. Yeah, I don't know about DDR. I don't know about DDR. Yeah, yeah I think that's With, too much. Like, what is it? Like two that pounds? Gonna, like, How fall dare off you? Thing, yeah. How dare you? Somebody's going to do think, it anyway. Strap that thing. Somebody's going to do it, and then somebody's going to like have the thing fall off their face. Look, it's like a five hundred dollars for Apple Care or whatever, right? Get the Apple Care plan, and then it's like three hundred dollars deductible or something like that. I think it costs like one dollar. This is for rich parents. Okay, seriously, seriously, did you see? Did you did you see the Apple Care cost? I think it's like one dollar less than the out of pocket cost to replace the the front glass. You break it once, but uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine you doing. D, I don't know, a DDR. I guess it all depends on how well does this thing actually stay on your face if you're moving around. I don't. I'm I, skeptical I, I, of that I'm not, because it's. I'm not. I'm not saying like because particularly if you have to like move your head around a lot. If you have to move your head around a lot. Like mm, how much you might get motion much, like, sickness or something too. I don't know. Yeah, how much of the how much is the camera going to keep up with you? I don't know. You know I mean, look, head Meta Meta's headsets are lighter in general, but like people do jump around and stuff in those. They stay on the face. They're not as heavy, sure. but you know, if you have the top shot, I don't know. I think we're gonna have to just wait and see on uh, after February second what people do with it. But DDR is a great one. Fruit Ninja is coming out, and I saw that DJ app or something that, that was a. Uh, there was like it had both an immersion mode and like an augmented reality mode, and I guess you can mix the all the songs or something. And I don't know, broadcast them out I mean, to one, everybody. One one, the, one the thing. Speakers. I think I can't. Okay. No, I I can't wait to see a DJ at a real a real event. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> just, there's nothing in front of him. It's just like he's wearing goggles. It's just, it's just, it's exactly. It, no, it's even like, better. Is he really making that music. <laughs> Even better, Aaron, is going to be a silent disco version of this where everybody has headphones on. So if you don't have headphones on, it's silent. Then you see a guy in the front of the room wearing the goggles and it's just like that blue haze because he's like in the middle of doing his thing. And then he's just making the gestures like he's doing stuff with his hands and then everyone is dancing and you just walk into the warehouse and just it just looks like some dystopian nightmare to you because you don't have any headphones on. Uh, But you know what? Why not? If you could do. You could use SharePlay, and then yeah. other people can join in on your yeah. on your DJing, right? And well, then, yeah, yeah, even better if, if all the audience is wearing the, the headsets. Also, that would that, that would be even better. <laughs> I wonder how well that would work. Or or you could I mean, broadcast it on like a live stream or something. So then you could oh, get the you could see you the visual version of it. So one of the things I've always thought about with AR type stuff is if the audience needs to be able to experience it in some way, otherwise it just it looks goofy. And so before you had everybody, if everybody doesn't have goggles, you need to like display it on a screen or something. And so you could do that. Although like How if do you're doing you... that, what's the purpose of doing with the goggles? But, but say if, I... if people had the goggles and you could, you could stream it, that could be part of a, uh, of a, of a, like a concert experience could be done that way. I'm trying to, f- right. I'm trying to n- figure out mental, I guess. How would you good export or how would you, how would you like, um feed the, the uh the live how would you do a live feed of what you're seeing in that vr oh, space apparently that's a feature but it's really yeah. low res oh really it's okay. like okay. it's like 720p or something like that wow. is what you can mirror off the it's enough to stream though okay. yeah yeah um yeah, i mean all i really want to do is like send it to like an external monitor or something so that's like, what i was example, thinking like, yeah like for for a live yeah. audience that didn't have goggles 
But I think I, I think mean, it's really meant for like our... a joint. Yeah, yeah, you can airplay it. You can airplay it, but it's only 720p. Oh wow! Okay. Um, you know, um, okay. although if everybody had sense. the headset on, how many people can join into one shared experience like that? I have no I idea. Only four. A share play thing is was... is that's something else. Yeah, um, like, that was like, like how if you... like you were if you were in two same places. Let's say, for example, you wanted to get that um, training again for like um, like a car part, like taking apart a car. Yeah, yeah. Or like look, um, engine engine. You can use share play. And I don't know how that virtually looks, but you can technically see the same product, um, and, and like watch it being disassembled simultaneously. You can build an app to do that. Uh, same with like that's partially why Freeform app is on the on the Vision Pro because they okay. want you to you know test out the idea of using SharePlay yeah, in that. Space. Those collaborative things are are really interesting. For- yeah, collaborating like, on some kind of virtual, virtual space. But I don't know how I I, you're, think... it's going to be hard finding two people <laughs> in one room. <laughs> have this thing. No, 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 no. You you can uh, you can technically true. do. I mean, the you whole could do it remote also, example, but I think it'll be I think it'll be more interesting in the same right. room. I'm not sure the, about the, the hope is you can remote with audio. You can share a whiteboard. Like Freeform is meant to be the whiteboard of like. Of like, so if I'm using my Mac and you're on Vision Pro, you can see, we can share a session, and then you can see yeah. me like draw on the whiteboard kind of thing. Right. I just don't know um, what the Vision Pro adds to that. It adds, I think, um, a, a better environment for a remote person to feel like sure the, it, you're in this this the spot. Maybe more nat, more natural for drawing. Thing. I don't even know. Is it natural? How natural is it to draw in see. in VR? I don't know. I don't know. See, that's again, we don't know, right? It's like, like it's e- the no... thing is, some some of these use cases, it's like if I just you, use my you, computer, it's easier. Whatever, if <laughs> you unless know? you're like manipulating 3D models, <laughs> yeah, or or mm-hmm. trying to set, get the sense of scale of of a 3D object, I don't. Yeah, just like working with stuff that's flat is. I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't see a better I, experience. I mean, it's novel. I, I haven't tried it. It's a novel experience. I wonder if it's going to be like a a a, a significantly like objectively better experience in some way where i'm gaining something from but like something these use cases there has to be something beyond novelty for it to be a long-term investment of your uh, your time to use it the one thing i could see for particularly like streaming services or any service that that puts out video content um i hate that term uh is like live events right so live events a good example is to say, hey, you know, let's say you pay Ticketmaster or whatever, uh, or let's say, um, uh, what's a streaming service? Let's say NBC or Peacock or whatever, right? Like, I want to watch a Sixers game or an, uh, an NFL game, but I want to see it from like um, first row, you know, camera yeah. seating, right? You have like one camera that is that is like a one of those like one eighty or I forgot the three sixty cameras. I thought this I thought this thing uh, existed. I thought this product. I thought some some company was doing that. It I yes, we talked they about do. it before. That right, the, and that's the thing, right? Like this is actually what I think is potential business value, right? You can charge people fifty dollars, right, per okay. per uh per session to watch a live game as almost as if you were. In the, yeah, the best, the best seats, and 
and you, you have, have multiple people the in the seat. same seat. Yeah, you, and right. you get and more than one person in the in there. Yeah, and fundamentally, exactly. it's, just that's stream, gonna, yeah. it's just streaming a three sixty video stream. That's all it is. Exactly, that's all it is. And yeah, and you could do that now, and it's just it's just not right. immersive. So, so anybody who can't make it to the game can just want can just pay fifty dollars. It's, it's like pay per view. It's but like but VR. How or, how yeah, high res does the stream have to be? How high res does the stream have to be in order to do an immersive version of that? Otherwise, you're just watching a screen right. in, you know. Well, no, that's that's the thing. It's like because it's a 360. Uh, that's my point. Like the how how many what's how, like how does it look in? I don't know. Like how would it look? Because mm-hmm. uh, those the bit rates on those is not like necessarily 4K. Maybe it could be. Sure. Maybe that'd be enough. I have no idea. I have no idea what these things, what it's going to look like. But that's a great that's idea insane. because then you could have like a hundred people could buy a ticket for the best seat in the house and all have their own individual experience of of right. looking around at you know because you're right because because it's um a three sixty video is a, just one stream and you your client is what and, like chooses what you look at. And honestly, like I would, I, if I was the yeah. co- said company, um, I would be charging per her uh as if it was a ticket like a live event ticket yeah her, would you would you, know, you only have event. one would you only have one you wouldn't have, to have just one person per per position on the seat though right like you'd have i mean no, you, you could point just up the whole thing yeah no it's like <laughs> right. you, you'd have anyone you who could, wants you to could, have the best you just charge that, it that's like that's what you your say, nft you the- bros would say but oh uh, right no, no. yeah only one seat it's like no but no man pointless. No, it's we would have pointless. Exactly, we would have take advantage of the the fact that it's a stream that a whole hundred people could be like tuned into. They all pay us a hundred bucks right. for a better seat, you know. I mean, you could you could have it so that like it'll show up in like different um um different uh parts of the area. And the only thing that I would be a little hesitant about is like making sure, for example, like if people don't want to be filmed, right? Because there are some people that are in the hard cam and they want to be filmed, right? They want to be in the video or in the live stream and there's people that are behind the camera that's like i got these seats so i don't want to be in the in the in the, the stream or whatever the, the the really good thing about this type of live thing i would think is not not just the thing of like oh i'm sitting in one seat is that like you could have like mm-hmm. 10 seats that are like at yeah. every you yeah. know at, you know every corner plus yeah and you could like yeah. flip through them yeah it's like oh this point yeah. in the game i want to be on the other side of the court yeah, that's like oh, that's something true. you couldn't do if you just like even if you had the best seat, you're stuck in one spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, so you yeah, could just yeah. and and you yeah, you could just flip around to whatever is the best view. And you, you could even be automated if you wanted to be some way. Sure. But yeah, you could yeah. flip, flip on what is the best view for a particular play at this time, or you know, especially oh. football. You can see that being really useful in football because of the long field, and so you want to mm-hmm. always be where where they well, where they they they're lining up. For I instance. See. You, they do. They did have. I don't know if it's still a thing, but they did have the quarterback cam for some of these games. So that's you cool, could yeah. get. I mean, that that's going to make your stomach spin. But you could <laughs> technically have like a, cam, a quarterback cam in the VR space and really get that experience. Especially if it was um, like a three, like a three D camera, not like a three sixty one, but like a three D camera yeah, where you're yeah, like looking yeah. from their perspective. So I think that uh, live events, so from a practical standpoint, given how expensive this is and how it's probably low numbers, I actually think live events might be an initial profitable use case. We might actually see some of that. Well, it's, next it's year. only profitable if there's enough people to buy the tickets. Well, that's what I mean. But the, if it's who if, have the thing, if the people, the, but the headset. Right. because it's so expensive, you can 
assume point. that that you know if if someone's buying it they probably have some disposable income right. so but it, enough is, but enough of those people that are all into the same type of live event i don't know i don't know i think yeah. i think sports might try it out because uh, yeah i guess they most like people, that's most people are into sports i mean but. yeah and yeah not, not like us remember normal people <laughs> like sports yeah. uh no i <laughs> i like sports no dude, i was so i'm so fan. out of touch I had no idea that the Eagles had played a playoff and lost. Like I had no idea. Neither did I. Yeah. See, we're terrible. We're not the right audience. But you know, you. I I'll mean, you. depending on what. what I, my point is, Aaron. Depending on what it is, the type of event it is you're doing, you can have a very expensive ticket. No, I, and, I totally yeah, get it. And it could still be worth trying out if you're really niche. And because so, I think the really niche live event produ- production houses, they might consider doing this as an yeah, experiment. The main thing is yeah. like how much additional equipment for like cameras and exactly. then broadcasting yeah. would they need, yeah. or or do they already have all this stuff set up? And I mean, I I just feel like I've set seen up this before. I feel like I've yeah. seen this concept before the whole uh, probably. Before this came out. So just, like, maybe, yes, maybe um, just not at this fidel at the fidelity. Maybe, maybe Fathom Pro, Events will do it. <laughs> maybe Fathom Events will do it. I, I always mean, see them even, advertising. Even if you said like. Let's say even AMC, right? I mean, just let's be even generic about it and just be like AMC could have virtual, um, like their app could have like a virtual it doesn't movie have to be, it doesn't, experience. It doesn't have to be super immersive. Right. You're right. Like it could be yeah. like like that Taylor Swift concert thing where everybody went to the theater sure. for it. You could you yeah. could also have a version of that which is in the right. the AR or like the um. I mean people. People pay for the for for the experiences. What's that? The big uh, what's that big the big sphere in like Vegas? Like people pay a lot oh, yeah, of money yeah, yeah. for some of those seats in there to get sure. to just be in the right spot to I have this. The, the, que- the question is like, how many people are going to these events? Uh, to say they they saw it, and how many people are going to to actually see other people, right? Who are into oh, the same yeah, thing? Yeah, so it's yeah. like you're missing out on all of that thing of like actually going somewhere. Yeah, I mean, so. it, it's it's as like, somebody who doesn't go to tons of live yeah. events, I don't I don't know. Yeah, l- what's being, the percentage of people that do it for just yeah. for the real life experience? Yeah. Being there in, the, in person yeah. is always better in a lot of ways. I feel like it's like a tiered experience. You know, you you mm-hmm. can be there live. You can listen yeah. to the live recording later. It's like it's like in between that. I think there's a market like I think there is an underserved market potentially there for a better quality remote experience for a live event and at least some kinds of events, especially events that are somewhere far away or very limited amounts of seats or very expensive, like like a like the you know, sure. like a, a big name concert or something. And yeah, I think there's there's definitely a market for that. But and you, what you're buying, though, is obviously not as good as if you were there. I don't think. But no, you know. It, 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 I, I still mean, think it would be you, cool you, you, to, to try. Like, Steve, you know the experience of a live event and just sort of feeling the energy of the crowd. Yeah, it's, yeah, know, it's very different. Like, but, but that's that's kind know. of my thing. It's it's like it's in between. If you watch a stream of a live event, you get none of that. If you're immersed in it, at least to some degree, because you're in the headset with spatial audio, you get a taste of that to I, some degree. I guess the question is, like, how, yeah, how do they... How do they for for something that's like specifically like a concert where the sound matters? How do they balance the thing of the live, uh, the music with versus the crowd for an immersive experience where it's not just you're just getting a ton of crowd noise, but then you can't hear what's happening, you can't hear right. the concert. Right. So that's that seems like a be uh, hard yeah. to do properly. Good, good point. Damn it. 
Aaron. <laughs> you you would have to do a lot of mi- audio mixing. Well, like at a like at a live event where you're we have pro- like the instruments are all properly mic'd. They get mic'd and they get they get sent to like the mixing board and then they get output on the speakers or in the room and they also get recorded at at high fidelity like lossless recording. And then, uh, so this is like a thing that audio engineers have done forever, like taking the live, the live mix. Like it, it's, it's, it, they could just take the live recording they're already doing and send that out and you would, you would get a good experience. And that would be like probably a stereo channel. At point, you could also record it with, I don't know, they could probably record it with, uh, I don't know how you do spatial audio recording, but like, um, there's gotta be more than two channels for that, I'm guessing. Right. But they could just take to that recording and, and, and send it somehow. I don't know how, how spatial audio works with this thing, but. But yeah, I'm, you're you're right. Like you have to you have to know what you're doing. But it's possible to get a good uh, live recording. Of, of but something that's better than just like listening to the live recording. Because well, then it just not, sounds like oh, you're listening to the live I would recording. S- yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say it would be. You any- want something more than than just like the stereo live thing with like a little bit of background crowd noise of like oh yeah, I'm listening to a loud uh, or a live. Well, album. I mean, I I think the visuals will fill in. I think if you have a yeah. quality. If you take the recording that they're pumping through the speakers, you know that's that's if it's properly mic'd, and you give you broadcast that, but then the fact that you're you feel more immersed in it, I think, is where the added value comes in. Uh, so it's not necessarily would sound better than than the recording live would be, but at least you're you're there in the audience more, you know, to some degree. Or as you said, you could switch and see different angles and stuff. It's not going to be the same. I'm just saying it's it's a it's a different market you're serving there. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm curious to see if, if any of these things pop up. Yeah, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm, I mean, my my personal view right now is that in the early days, I I could see niche live events jumping on board. This I could de- I definitely see certain kinds of games. I definitely see simulations and training because these are things where you don't need a lot of headsets, but there's already a lot of money right. invested in this, and you can you could have the same headset, for instance, be a capital expense, and just multiple people could use it. I mean, because you I could mean, get enough pieces to to do that. The, uh, the easy, you know, the easy, the low hanging fruits are fruit monitors ninja. for days, right? Fruit ninja, uh, yeah. We, we keep not we keep neglecting days, right? that Mo- so monitors for days. Day, yes, day, <laughs> day trade like that's the key one, right? Like you can be a day trader. You could be a super day trader because you can have you know six four K videos for, running for, at the for same time for two hours time. at a time. For two hours at a time, yeah. But like Unless you plug two hours at a time, you you are you are. You, you might know, want a neck trader. brace too. Uh, you might want a neck brace. Yeah, <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep your head shone straight. What's the other one? What's the other one? Online gambling, right? Or, or online gambling? Yeah, online I, that's game. great. That's great. Apple was, it wasn't associated with online gambling. <laughs> I don't yeah. think so. But like to be able to like have multiple yeah. sessions happening at once, right? Or oh, that's terrible. Or, that's terrible. Um, I don't. I don't. Anything that requires multiple monitors, right? Yeah, um, multiple monitors actually. I, I really want to try that. So we know some people in Philly Coca that are buying this thing, and there has been at least one promise to bring it to to an event at some point. I don't know how that's going to work out. It's probably going to have to be on the DL <laughs> because. Uh, but uh, like, I would love to. I would love to try it out if we could do that. I would love to try it out. And the thing I want to try is the monitor thing because, like, and and you know what? You do not actually need the vision. But I believe there's actually a product that exists that does this already. It's like much lighter weight glasses, and that's the whole thing it does is just to give you a bigger monitor. So, but that is a sure. use case that I think is great for this type of device. I'm not, I wouldn't buy a Vision Pro just for that, but um, that's cool. Yeah, monitors for days is a great idea. But I think, I think we're just, we, I think we're just 
still kind of narrow-minded about it because it is spatial computing tim apple said it's (laughs) spatial computing it's 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 its own thing man we got to think about what that means I'm not actually as as weird as it's gonna sound as like an Apple fanboy thing. I'm actually okay with categorize and it being considered its own unique category because I think we're still stuck in this like it's either one or the other. It's either AR or it's VR, and it's no blend in between. Like, there's a blend in between that, and I think that's kind of yeah. where this lives. In a lot I mean, of ways. yeah, I, it, I know what Apple's getting at. They're, they're like, look, man, we spent all this money developing algorithms that can anchor things in real life and they don't move. No, but it's like it makes sense. It does make sense. So people uh, think in terms of of where stuff is in physical space all the time. Your desktop. You ever watch somebody use a like I have a messy desktop and you're like, how did this person function? I would. A lot of people have things in specific locations on the two-dimensional plane of their desktop for instance that's just one example people sure. organize assets in all the time uh in visual ways so you have like your your pictures here your fonts here whatever people do that kind of stuff could in figma you, your art boards you imagine, that way could you imagine if apple allowed you to have all your your um what's it your files in virtual space desktop could you imagine how messy <laughs> that would look? oh man <laughs> but you know there's it's, a there's no, an not, app for you there's not an app files but like 3d 3d objects yeah. representing the files so it's just like this could you imagine like a desk with just making, files like the, ni- the like the 90 <laughs> cyberpunk shows yeah. and movies yeah and yeah, like yeah, that. yeah yeah so the, just the, just make it just stuff. make an app that takes your <clears throat> whatever's on your desktop right and then creates a 3d version of it and then piles it in your room <laughs> yeah i mean i think actually go in and virtually like pick out which file you want yeah i, I think we got to think about it in terms of like there are all kinds of different metaphors we use for computing and they, they make sense in different kinds of use cases in different types of environments with different types of hardware. And now what you have with quote unquote spatial computing is this technology that allows you to mix a wider variety of these together, uh, including full immersion and all the way down to like basic computing on a 2d screen that we're used to. And I think that's what they're getting at. They're saying this is like a paradigm shift potentially where all the forms of computing we're used to are now possible, including these way more immersive, hands-on ways of doing computing that we're only now just beginning to explore. And now it can all be in the same, the same kind of environment. And, and uh, you know, and I think that's what they're going for. That's the, that's the kind of impression I get. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, I'd, like, I'd love to, to try it out. We'll see. I'd like to try just, it out on somebody else's dime. Yeah, yeah, I can't justify <laughs> buying it right exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. Oh, the, the other, the, the other, the thing with that is the um, the lenses, the prescription lenses. Oh, yeah. On the, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about that. Is how well is that going to work if you're trying to try it out for other than at the Apple Store where they have like a million lenses to try things out? Mm-hmm. Is it is it really like I have like a very slight prescription for seeing things far away that I really only wear when I drive, but is it just going to be Same. impossible? Yeah. Is it, is it gonna, I don't know. Or That's is like question. everything going to be blurry unless it's like right in front of my face? I don't know. Cause it yeah. was like, I looked at the, the, the buying process and it was like, do you wear glasses at all? Yes. You need the lenses. Really? So, so at yeah. all. Yeah. They, at all. Basically, they, unless you wear like contacts, for all the time so i don't then you i don't them. wear glasses but what if my vision is not 
right. 100%. And I just don't right, realize yeah. so it. So basically, it's like, if I don't you, know. If you, but they, it's like, if you need glass, like me, it's like, oh, you need glasses for th- seeing things far away. It's like, you should get the glasses. So the maybe lenses. this is a way to discover that I'll need glasses. I'll put it on Probably. without yep. them. And I'm like, stuff just doesn't quite look you right. Know, Apparently, that, I need glasses. That, that, should be the first, that should be the first app, to be honest. One of those, like, vision, you know, the, a vision um, checker. The vision oh, checker. Yeah. <laughs> vision test should be a vision yeah, yeah, test the, yeah like the, close one the, eye glasses you know those glasses stores those, those, those things yeah. well the, one the online one online glasses uh one of my eyes is definitely weaker than the other like one of my eyes is definitely yeah, no, better than the other that's normal for that's, a lot of people yep and so i i have no idea i wonder you, how it's you've never work. gone to you never got your eyes checked i mean i have it was a long time Who ago Okay. Well, yeah, oh. it, cha- it changes over time. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I, have to, I should yeah. go back in, but like, it's I have not noticed. <laughs> I have not. My point is, I have not noticed any kind of vision impairment that would make me think that I would need glasses in any particular situation. That does not mean that my vision is necessarily like twenty twenty perfect, so that this would work without yeah, lenses. I don't so, know. Is that it? Is that how it's What's, designed? I don't of, know. Like, to yeah. what to what margin can you have less than a hundred percent? "Quote unquote perfect yeah, vision." Know. I have no idea. That's if, my point. If you're, if and it's driving, possible that I put this thing on and realize that I need glasses. You know. Well, if you're I'm driving, like, for example, and you're if you're driving on the highway and you can yeah. you can't really see the sign from you know from a reasonable yeah. time frame, then yeah, that's right. That's what I that's glasses. what I need it for. It's like yeah. I want to see I want to see this the signs to be sharp from a reasonable yeah. distance. I mean, like I can yeah. I I can see it fine. Like yeah, most of the time I just never wear my glasses. But yeah, when I'm yeah, driving, so, that's one where I'm so always wearing them. You're gonna be a good test case then when, when we have access. To yeah, them. it's like if I try somebody else's out, and mm, and it's like, point. oh no, because yeah. you can take you can pull the lenses out. I think they just like snap. They're in. they're too expensive for you to like buy a bunch. Oh, right, and they cost them, like a hundred and fifty dollars, I think, for the lenses. Yeah, Yikes. Uh, and, uh, says, and you have to have a script. your you your know. insurance may cover no, them. No. It was in the fine print. It says, may yeah, they it's, love it's, it. It was in the it was in the thing. It was. I don't think so. I'm I'm doubtful of that. They say may for a reason. Right. No, right. I guess it, yeah, it was. I'm I guess that's one of the things you may like, have you want, to talk to your, your vision. Uh, yeah, that's what it, that's what it says. Yeah. It does, says it, does it count like, as glasses? Maybe that's why. I don't know. That's what it, I guess it's too new well, of think, a thing to yeah. know. If, I think it depends, if right? If you, if you, still 150 bucks example, is not that bad considering how yeah. expensive glasses are. If you order a lens, right? You can, I'm sure your FSA might be able to handle it, but if you order a lens. Well, the same thing. It's like, is that, is that an actual medical expense? Expense is that <clears throat> yeah it does it count under the law for it count? I don't know because it's, it's that was in the fine print also it's like oh can I or it's right. like can I use this with, no but Aaron's right it's like we may think it counts does it count does the insurance company right, right. Does the legal I, I, system somebody's gonna have counts? to make a policy decision yeah, on that it's a policy and, decision, and I don't sure. think they've made those decisions yeah. yet. so it's a brave new world of spatial computing and and vision impairment so. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna yes. be it's gonna be interesting. Uh maybe we'll you, know, you know. Does Tim Cook wear does Once Tim Cook get... wear glasses? He wears yeah. He yeah. Does. Maybe that's he why does. we've never seen him wearing the headset. Because you would need like a special the special lenses in there and you know they didn't I have barely, them. Can't get I... them. Yeah, maybe he could get the lenses <laughs> until now. I don't know. Like, even he could get them. I don't know. I do you know uh, I know we're at the wrap up, but you All did see like the, the photos the photos of people uh wearing them. All the photos mm-hmm. that we've seen apparently came from apple like apple's photographer it actually did a good job sure. by the way uh and they're all like all people through some an iphone goofy pro, looking. 15 pro by the way was it with an iphone using an iphone pro? 15 pro yeah oh, well yeah, they're, they're good they're good sure. they're good uh images uh but yeah i'm sorry you were right Coltro. we we talked about how you look goofy wearing any kind of vr thing you still look goofy with this in fact the eye yeah. the eyes thing looks 
I'm sorry. Did you? I mean, no, that's so goofy. Like, do you see the picture, Aaron, on the website? Can you turn it off? Can you? Does anybody? (laughs) That's what I want to know. Can you? I would just turn it off. You can just as long as you stay in like you stay in VR world. Yeah, sure, you can turn. Well, yeah. No, until someone walks into your frame, nobody's going to be in the room. <laughs> when you're using uh, this, what, what, what's, what's hilarious? They were talking about their, <laughs> yeah, people, you know, people. People yeah, were complaining about the uh, people were complaining about the two hundred dollar case that you have, you you'd pay uh, Apple if you got a case. I can't believe and, it comes with the, both bands. Like the, That's insane. They didn't well, take the opportunity to sell you the other band. Well, probably because it'd be too too. Uh, uh, it'd be too much anger because they know, they know yeah, they the people know are going to need need that brand. That's more essential than a case. Yeah. But why are people excited about the case? Because yeah, you never get a case. Thing. What are you talking about? But th- that's that's the hilarious part. It's like nobody's going to be outside with this thing. No, it's for taking First with of... you when you travel to like a hotel room, and then you can you can keep it sure. from getting damaged in, in I luggage guess that's a good or something. Point. Like if but, you're going to travel again, with this thing, you absolutely need a hard. Isn't it a hard case? You absolutely need a case. That glass is going to break. Have you, you not seen the videos are... of like like? baggage handlers and stuff sometimes you know i was about to say you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of a lot of uh a lot of bags of like, what is this wait oh right what one 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 is the uh, like um i don't know the like hard shell you know armor shield type oh my god all the know, case, case, third party case cases on the yeah. front glass it's gonna make it look like mili- like a military robot yeah, yeah. and yeah, and yeah, what well, about all the people that, no, what, no, that have no. iphones now with cracked screens are they just gonna like walk around no. cracked Cracked yep. Vision Pros. You see them in coffee shops. Cracked Vision yep. Pros. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting to the ghost of the fu- ghost in the shell future now. <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. We're gonna be like, look, everything look like ghost in the shell because I have the armored. That, like, that's really, you know, that's, real, that, that, that's really, that's really, that's really, that's really a Vision Pro with like a it's case have little holes for the cameras. It's gonna be this goofy yeah, looking. Yep, thing. yep. Yeah, somebody's gonna make it. Yeah. I wonder how well that'll work. Sure. That somebody's gonna try. Oh, right, anyway. and then and then with little eye eye cutouts, eye cutouts yeah. to the eyes, <laughs> just so you can see the eyes. Oh god, yes. I just want I want someone. Uh, can can want. we can we make we can't change that effect right? Because I really want a Cylon no. effect to go like, or kit effect. So. I want a Cylon. I feel like that's that's the type of thing of like you know how like that's you can't key. really change or create your yeah, own your watch um, faces watch face. Yeah. I feel like Apple will eventually do something similar once we yeah. kind of get past the. I just like, want the okay, version where like, you can turn where you can where they get rid of the front screen. I know. I, well, maybe you, if, maybe if you're willing to invest three hundred fifty dollars to break put, your <laughs> break, break the camera, Aaron, I put I put that as a tag in the podcast. Break the screen last time. Yeah. Your 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 does your your hatred of that feature. It was, uh, that was a tagline for the podcast okay. last time. <laughs> You know, know, you know, I don't know why you know it's gonna happen. So where much. like you're like you test it for the first time, and one of us would be like, "Let's take a quick snapshot." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Like. Yeah. The, the, the I just think it's so unnecessary. Yeah, I, I, I don't really care how it looks. I just think it's just completely unnecessary and a waste of money. Well, it could it could it could end up being something they drop from the cheaper models. Oh, they're totally going to get rid of it because it's it it reminds me of the initial Apple Watch with the super expensive Apple watches, and you're like, why in the world would I buy a gold plated Apple Watch that barely that barely functions? Is going to be outdated in a year. But it's like you know, it's like one of those things that they they drop that whole like gold plated Apple Watch stuff. It's going to be the next Touch Bar. I hope. I like the touch bar. Oh. No, I, actually, I don't mind the touch bar. Yeah, but, it'd be like but the feature useful. that they just get rid of. Yeah, it's or, or, they just drop or 3D it. touch. Yeah, yeah. And not they're only just, that, they'll just, just drop it and not mention it. They'll just, just stop mentioning yeah. it. That's how they'll drop it. It'll just disappear from products, I mean, the product, and they won't say anything. I mean, yeah. I mean, the hardest part is like, 
I, I get where they were coming from or why they did it. And a lot of it is just to humanize the, uh, the experience, but yeah, that is yeah. a topic yeah, yeah, yeah. we should talk about in an expert in an next podcast or a future podcast, I should say. So that's all we have to, uh, for today. You can learn more about Philly Coco at phillycoco.org. There you will find links to our Slack group, meetup schedule and contact info. If feeling generous, Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your podcast platform of choice is, and share us with all your developer friends. And one more thing. More dad jokes. <laughs> Yo, before you go, so, before you do dad uh, jokes, we have a new we have a new yeah. website. Podcast oh, we do. dot dot org. You can get the full back catalog. We're, uh, and it's easy to subscribe and you can download the MP3s if you want. Plus we're also on YouTube now at the Philly uh, Coca Heads YouTube channel. Oh, nice, so. nice. Yeah, I should have saved yeah. that for the one more thing. But since I still have these jokes, I'll throw them <laughs> in. Uh, you know, <laughs> Aaron, cut um, it up. Aaron, I uh, I quit my job as a cybersecurity researcher recently. I just couldn't hack it. Why is that? Oh my god! <laughs> just couldn't hack it. <laughs> just couldn't hack it. Are these ChatGPT um, jokes? No, these are again Reddit programmer dad jokes. Human human beings came up with these jokes. Okay, human human beings came up with these bad jokes. Human mind, which then ChatGPT will will digest and then and eventually then, and regurgitate. regurgitate. Yes, yes. Uh, but you know something, Steve? I am also a C sharp developer. For me, oh, really? Java is a four letter word. <laughs> Unlike Perl, which is a four-letter word for everyone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I used to do Perl. That's true. Actually, writing Perl, it just looks like you're cursing yourself out on the screen. Sometimes, it's yes, old school Perl. Yes, I have a. I also have a friend in a C course. Uh, I wanted to help her with her class, but I don't have any pointers, so I decide. I decided not to string <laughs> her along. Oh my god. Nobody's going to get that unless they've actually programmed C. <laughs> I had to make That's a linked this list a of like podcast. Oh my God. That's funny. Until next time, good luck on your own developer journey. We will cheer for you always. I just got so distracted. Like, where's the battery? He's wearing it in his back pocket. <laughs>